0: So folks, it's another episode of Park the Bus, it's episode 3, and we're going to look at the League Cup games that happened at the weekend, looking forward to it, we've got the two usual guys, we've got Kieran and Ewan, how's it going guys? Alright
1: guys,
2: Back
0: how you going, no Here we go. League Cup, League Cup final, here we go. Ah, ah yeah. yeah, exactly, exactly, okay. so here we go, Stop let's just dive into it. Get. So we've got the League Cup games, we'll start off with St Johnston Hibbs game. Um not the result I think uh, most people expected to be honest, but three St Johnston gives your thoughts Ewan as being the hubby in the group? Um
1: the chances we had in the first half we could have won about four or five games, never mind winning that game. But the turning point for that game was a hundred percent Jamie Murphy missing two chances right in front of goal, one after the other. <laughs> tried to be fancy with the second one ends up hitting the bar through so four yards out. Don't know how he's managed to do it, but after that he just didn't look interested for the rest of the game. So, no. but I St Johnston—they played well. They kept their, you know, kept their team shape. They played exactly how they wanted to play. They knew that we would attack them, and then they just hit as we set pieces on on the break, and that was pretty much it. Feel like shy. Just one, you know. Just want Lennon back, eh? Just want Stubbs back. <laughs> yeah, just want back. Fuck like
2: but I think, I mean, I, I didn't really see the himself. myself. I only got the chance to watch the highlights and sort of look over it. Um, from what I could see, Hibs didn't take their chances. You had conceded from two set pieces. Um, the third goal was played across the face. The goal wasn't it? And then tapped in. Uh, Our defence was not good that game. No. Nah. But, yeah, I think it was all, all the usual stuff. Hibs didn't take their chances. So, Johnston didn't really look that great either. I think, obviously, we kind of touched on that last week said that they were a bit sort of up and down, hit or miss, not really going anywhere sort of club since they've lost Tommy Wright. And I think they really did kind of play like that against use at Hamden. But, yeah, it's a great result. 3 0 for them going out and just not whitewashing Hibs and sets up for what's going to be an interesting final.
0: Yeah, pretty much, guys, isn't it? It's it's one of the games that we talked about before. I think it was... We said it was going to be close, but it was nothing like that, was it? It was like... I did, I,
1: can I say this? I did say um, in the last episode that one of the games, I didn't think it would have been the Hibs game. It would have been like a 1-0 straight, 2-1, something like that. And then the Levy game would have been, you know, like 2-0, 3-0, you know, a bit a whitewash. I just... I
0: got the scores right. Just the are way about. All right. Right. Teams. but I yeah. think I think it the final like about St Johnston though. Like, look look at the way they played after. Well, as you say about the Murphy chances, right? You look at Murphy, you think that's a goal, right? Is it? Is I say? I don't think Xander Clark gets enough praise for the actual save. The first one, yeah. The second one, Murphy
1: should
0: be uh, burying huh? Yeah, I know that, but that's what I'm saying. But people looked at the Murphy chance, the first chance he had to shoot. And they kept going about he oh, up how, up. how he hit well, his arm, but it never really, because it hit the, his, his foot, it hit the keeper's foot. So, decent off save, yeah, but, like but right then I to can. hit the bar from like how he did, nah, I'm sorry, he didn't even have to chip it like that. But I think that was the turning point in the game, I did watch it, and it wasn't a great game either though, people say it was a good game, but it wasn't that good. I didn't really it enjoy it chances. that much. It was the same Levy game, we'll get onto that in a minute, but I think it's the same in the game, it they weren't that good. But the goals the two headers, the first header was put poor, poor defending from Hibbs. Um yeah. after that you looked dejected, Boyle didn't look up for it. Well Boyle's, well Boyle's not looked up for it for weeks, has he? He's not the same player that you thought he'd be get a million pounds for or something like that, is is he? Really, when you think about it. He goes through
1: spells like that though and I think that is his downfall and it's exactly why he's still at Hibs is the fact that he has, he's he's a poor man James Forrest. I hate to say it, but he's a poor man James Forrest. He's got pace and there's always two three games throughout the season where he is shit hot, on fire and then you get to the, you know, the nitty gritty end of the season, halfway through the season, he'll go on a 10 game run where he does absolutely he hot. And that's exactly what we're in right now. And then he'll have another like two or
0: three good it's games. The same in defense, though. So, you go to the defense as well. Like, I can't. People keep saying about Porteous and his next. This he's twenty-one, but if the guy's that good, the the way he plays, honestly, it's I. I don't know. I don't. I don't see the rating. Yeah, I don't I, see I, a, I don't. I the, it. Don't.
2: Defense has been quite good, honestly. Yeah. I kind of wanted to touch on this a wee bit, actually. You and sort of ask you the question, get your thoughts on it. I had a discussion with my. My old man the other night about sort of his self implode button and that sort of mentality from back in the 2012 Cup final through getting beat off Celtic in the next Cup final and then to getting relegated. There's obviously still what three players that are in that squad since, well, 2014, because obviously David Gray joined in 2014. Um, Do they, being so influential that they are, um, being the sort of core of the Hibs team, do you think that maybe they still carry a sort of Hibs mentality? <laughs> or, or do they... Because for what... I mean, don't get me wrong, I've said this to you before, mate. Going down to the Championship is the best thing that Gave you a to happen to chance. Give you a chance to rebuild. You won a Scottish Cup out of it, won the Championship... Um, and you know Hibbs looked good um, Europe uh, Europe in the first season
1: back cup. what I'm thinking right is throughout all the highs and lows that Hibbs have had over the past 15 years th- there's only been two players that have been there for the whole time David Gray joined after we got relegated so it's only been Stevenson and Hanlon and when you look at it Stevenson for me is a better player than Paul Hanlon is. however Hanlon played his best football under Stubbs and under Lennon in the first season back in the Premier League. Since then, I don't know what the hell has been going on, but during those times, he was strong, good in the air, can could play a ball, and now he's... He's premises kind of like leave it up to Porteous because he's younger and he's making a lot of mistakes. And I think that's why we've had such a downturn in our um, defensive... Qualities recently is because as soon as one of the defence loses the heat, the rest of them do. I think our Stephen Grace and our defence right now though is definitely McGinn and Doig. Doig is the most attacking fullback I've seen for Hibbs since David Murphy played for us. And me, to me, a long
0: time ago. I wasn't, al- I wasn't
1: <laughs> alive when Hibbs's best fullback um, Eric Shadler, Shadler, can't remember can played for them, but. He's number one. David Murphy, hands down second best. Doyle is a really exciting talent. And there's a reason why he's ousted Stevenson and Mackie. Steven Steven McGinn a right back as well. Yeah, we've got so many right backs in the team right now, but McGregor isn't going to start. Gray isn't going to start. He's not got the legs for it anymore. And we've only really got two centre-backs. We've got three in total. We've got Hanlon, Porteous, and McGregor. And all this talk about porus maybe signing for Sunderland or Millwall or whoever it is that's after him. If we did sell him, it's going to have to be for a good few million, minimum. Yeah, you need to rebuild.
0: From... You need to rebuild it. And right. that's, that's the thing I don't get but where this rating comes from. I don't get it. We
1: don't have any backups in defence. Like, when you look at our defence right now, especially from that Cup final, from 2016 right up until now, we have the same defence essentially there's no one that's came in between, in the past five years that we have signed except for Paul McGinn who is still at the club now and even then McGinn we signed a year ago
0: but look like, at look at Kelly as well they've they've done the same what like we've had to do the last three seasons in the Premier League there's not one player in their back four that's been there for that long yeah. we lost Gallagher so. Hullkett one year we had to rebuild with Guffrey we got fucking Ambrose I don't know how but he's there he's playing great now I think Martindale's kind of sat him down and went, you're not giving me a heart attack. Simple as that. Just kick the ball out when you get it, and that's it. No fancy flicks, just be a defender, and it's working. You can see it. You see his interview as well, it was it was brilliant, honestly. You should watch <laughs> it. But going on from that... Did
2: you say the same as Kelly there, Cammy?
0: Yeah, because you're the same as well. You lost Broadfoot, member, You've lost O'Donnell. Yeah. You've had to get McGowan in. It's not quite worked out.
2: The only player that we've managed to sort of keep a hold of, and it was Lee it was Lee Clark that brought him in, was uh, Stuart Finlay.
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, Stuart Finley when he first started, you could see sort of flashes of him. And then when McCulloch came in, I think McCulloch managed to transform the team into being, you know, utter drops. Where I think that's probably the, the polite way of putting it. But then as soon as Steve Clark came in, he just made the whole the whole team. You know yeah. what I mean? The, the whole team just turned on its head. It's Stuart Finlay was by far one of those players and setting an example playing in every week. But yeah, you're, you're right. Obviously lost O'Donnell we've lost, uh, to Motherwell. We've lost Taylor to Celtic. Broadfoot went to and Obviously Broadfoot came back now. And To be fair to, to Broadfoot, he has been rock solid for us mm-hmm. uh, pretty much every game he's played. I don't, there's, I think for all the games that I've watched this season um, and I've been able to with with not being at work, and all that sort of thing, um, there's, I find it very hard, to not give him, man of the match, put him up there, and I think that kind of, tells its own story, I think, moving on to the, what, what was your point, Ewan, about, Hibs and Livy, eh, not Hibs and Levy, yeah. Hibs and St Johnstone, sorry, and
0: I. final, final be on deck such, can well,
1: well for the same defence, for the past five years, it was good back then, but slowly, they're getting older, they're not getting the best, we bring players in, and they are better than the ones we have. The only difference is they're not that much of a leader.
0: Do you think like that's the rebuild now?
1: Who we sold at the start of the year? I thought we were going to get someone else in. So unless we are bringing up our youth players, which we should be doing, I've not seen any of them on the bench defensively.
0: Well, there you go. But so, that's what I'm saying, do you think this is now the time? Now Dempster's away. Loads of rebuild coming up. New season around the corner. Not really done that good this season in a sense now because League Cup was a kind of not a last hope, but I would say it would have been a chance to go right. Jack Ross has been in now, build on from the we success of like, League Cup, get a third, fourth place finish. Here we go, with are away. No? Uh,
1: the one thing I don't understand from a lot of fans is the are wanting Jack Ross No. Nah. purely for the fact that he's lost to St Johnston and we're not higher up in the table than fourth place.
0: But that's that's just being a, a normal Hibs fan. Like, that's like every that's season like that's like saying part Pat Fenlund, man. Oh, we're gonna to go to Europe, we're gonna be in every year. Fucking Terry Butcher come in and he made it worse. Yeah, so, well I don't know
1: yeah, like, for me it's the exact same way and we're just going round and round on a cycle. It happened yeah. it's happened over the past thirty, forty years for Hibsons. Yeah. We'll do well, we'll get in Europe, we'll slowly start coming down, we'll then slowly rebuild the fans will get upset because we're not in Europe, sack the manager, get relegated, rebuild, come back up, go back up into Europe, and win a cup. Yeah. It's so a big club, big yeah. If you that look could. from the 1990s, right up until now, won the cup, early 90s. We got relegated in the 97.
0: We and came back up, the went had, straight though. to Europe. Fuck. <laughs> the team you had then, oh my god. so yeah. it, oh. Came straight
1: up, gone to Europe going to Europe consistently won a cup in 2007 we then got relegated again we then started to rebuild won a cup got back into Europe and now we're back in that wee spiral where we're starting to go down Ross is slowly rebuilding us from ball because oh, he was a nice enough guy he was never a football man. he was never a manager right. football for, football for us he just the thing for
2: him he's like an Ian Capital. The thing for Hibbs is that obviously it's this was kind of sort of your chance to take over and split the old firm and all that sort of thing. Given how poor Celtic have been, but I think if we're being honest with ourselves, you know how easy is that actually going to be? You know, Celtic, Sertiger, still you know the biggest club in Scotland. You know, biggest squad, big, biggest budget, all this sort of thing. Um, you know, and I think for Jack Ross to come in. Uh, quite early try and rebuild like we said again you know there will there could be a chance maybe after this season obviously see what happens in the summer if they just go and the league and you know we'll see what happens to them we'll see what happens to Celtic Lennon, and all the players there could be a bit of a rebuild going on between the old firm as well and uh, now I see it as another opportunity for the likes of Hibs, I would love to see Aberdeen, but it looks like McInnes has signed a lifetime contract. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, we'll, um we'll see what happens, and I think it's time to start taking for these clubs to start taking advantage and try and um, really push for the league title because how long's it been there? Too Four, long, forty years. Too <laughs> <working> <laughs> long, man. Yeah. Uh, there's
1: not, there's not a chance, not unless, unless what might happen is we get the massive investment from either Hibs or Aberdeen. Oh, or no, wait, no. To see, see,
0: you're talking about investment, right? See, the worst thing that happened was, was COVID. Because I really think this guy coming in, after farmer and all this kind of stuff, yeah. he came in, he said what he was going to do, and just unfortunately, COVID came, right? Well, even
1: through COVID, we're signing players oh, for or no, no. Oh, oh Sunday. no,
0: no, no, I know that, but what I'm saying is, I think this was the opportunity to go, right, we're making the yeah. intent, we've got good season tickets, we've yeah. got good fan base that goes to away games we've got good facilities this is the chance but I don't know I, I'd love to see what's going to happen because the new season's coming up we've got all these guys coming in and out there's loads of transfer talk we're, oh, just yeah. a wee bit we're, we're going to do a wee special because yes, yesterday Fringpong is meant to be away to Leverkusen so it just shows you doesn't matter where you are there's going to be guys coming and going all the time you know Well, come on to that, so we want to move on to the living game then? Yeah, let's move on to that. So, I watched it, I was quite excited, I wasn't actually that excited during the week, I'm not going to lie, because it's not the same, you're not getting built up to go through in the train or the bus, you know, but when you actually sat down, put the TV on, and actually was about to watch it, that's when I went, oh, here we go, this could be a, we win, we go through, we lose, alright, okay it would be quite upsetting. The only person to score a goal, it had to be Scott Robinson. Scott Robinson. But going on to what happened before it, when Effie hit the bar, me and my dad both said, fuck's sake Effie, the usual like, it had to be square biscuit team he'd to miss the golden opportunity and the fact that it came back to Robinson were like, yeah, fine, no bother, that's fine.
1: But, when he's the one that
0: knocked on in the first place. Exactly. Well, that's makes it even better, doesn't it? But, uh, honestly, he's, like, yeah, the game August was shit. When he
1: starts it, it, goes, it falls
0: to the FA. Yeah. I think he's quite unlucky to hit the bar, to be honest with you. it was, but he, he, he's a biscuit tin he'd made. Simple as that. He missed a sitter against Celtic. I, I don't know what happened there, but I think the game was great until we scored. <laughs> to put it honestly, but, after we scored, yeah. it was shit. It was really yeah. poor. Like, I mean, that is the worst performance of the season, but also the worst with Martin. Dillard. I can't have played worse in a way, but to come out with a win and play that bad. But St Manning, to me, didn't didn't seem up for it. In, that, in what we've been playing against St Manning. we've still been yeah. playing quite well, getting results, if you know what I mean.
1: Well, from what I've been reading as well, um, online or on Twitter and that, from a lot of St Manning fans, they were saying that the players, the good one... Had starting that game was the wrong ones. Like they should have had instead of Rofey to start the game. Have that physical
0: presence. So, front but that's what I'm saying, why? Guy. Why start a guy that's just signed about what three weeks ago now? Three weeks. Yeah. So why why go that way and start him when other guys have been playing that well? Well, not well, but you know what yeah. I mean. They're the ones that have started the games, got them to the semi final, and they were starting a guy that's just joined the club. I'm not saying he's not going to thing. try his best, but he's not been playing for Kelly every week. He's not been banging in twenty goals this season, has he?
2: The thing about Bicard uh, coming on though is, uh, obviously, went down in the box and got himself bit. What a dive! So then, all, and then uh, uh, it's uh, it's, a top it's, a right. it's a
0: touch. man. Right, tell you, why. It's you why. You know why? You know why? You know why it's a dive? Because a dive. the way he went down is like he clipped his feet. Never fucking touched his feet, the defender. You know the way he went down, so, he had the trailing leg out going, Ugh He still caught him. No, it's not he enough to go down. down. Can't. It's the yeah. way it's the way he went down. It doesn't is... matter about the way you go down. Oh, so if it happens the to me you're gonna go, you go, Oh down, your beauty yeah, is yeah, a penalty. Fuck off you. you <laughs> <you're in. laughs> However,
1: the fact he goes down doesn't take away from the fact that
2: it was a penalty.
0: It's so, not a penalty. He
2: yeah, it went. No, it does. Where, where are you seeing that he catches him? Because yeah. because on the right side of him, and then when he when they've got the arms up and he's running along the side of him, They're how's he to like the back of Because then because got his legs, because they got his legs behind the player. Who was the Levy player that actually? Put the I think Serrano.
0: Um, Serrano like, was beside him.
2: I uh, he had his legs behind him, so how was able to clip him from the back from at that point. That's what I'm trying and to say. Because was, was down as soon. As, Abika was screaming for the penalty before he even went it. He was looking for it. But we'll agree to disagree. I know.
0: No, it's fair enough. I understand where Ewan's coming from. You see it get given. But the ref knew as soon as he went down, though. It's the fact yeah. that if he went down and got up, I think the referee would have went, I need bother, that's fine. But the fact he went down going, oh, it's a penalty, I give you a penalty. The referee's going up. fuck <sighs> I'm not giving you one. Booking, that's it. That's what you like to see. There's a lot of guys that go about now, and you knew when he came on, he'd done that turn at the, in the, outside the box to get in there. And you knew what he was going to do. And I was, me and my dad were saying, oh, don't touch him, don't touch him, don't touch him. And I thought he was going to give it, but I didn't think it was a penalty. A bit, from, what,
2: from what I've seen in the game as well, again, I scanned through it quickly and quickly because
0: uh, there's only fucking quickly to do it it's shit
2: <laughs> and, um, again from what I said last week as well I, I thought it was going to be a a bit of a tasty one on the watch and all that sort of thing I thought the football would do, probably been a little bit better but I knew and I, I'd said that obviously both teams are going to cancel each other out and I think that is pretty much what exactly happened uh, when you see that in the second half is that both teams just got so used to each other and then because they are hard for teams to play against and um, it was very sort of like much in the middle of the park they were coming together and then Samirin managed to get a wee breakaway Brophy had a couple of chances as well um, but yeah I think it's again it's a, one of these games where it's like it's a cup game it's the luck of the draw and the cup games are so different to league games so so oh, yeah. different and I, and I think Samirin given the results that they've had in this run, they probably, I would have loved to have seen them in the final, um, but Livingston against St Johnston, that's still going to be a pretty decent game And, I I did say St Johnston last week, didn't I? Oh, i would... tell
0: you what, I'm shitting myself because I made a comment in the first episode and I got told by guys at the work about this. I said that Chris Kane does not look like a footballer, but scores goals. You remember that?
2: Yeah,
0: so I think it's going to hit me come and bite me in the ass when I said that to Mars I've got a funny feeling it's going to it's going to come and haunt me
2: St Johnston are probably the scariest team to play at the minute I would say for the sort of lower sort of bottom six clubs Like, 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 like I'm saying they are again I've said this a few times now since Tommy Wright's left but there is no sort of real coming or going with them at the minute no. they're you know they're they're playing with no pressure they're playing with ease. they're going out no. points they know that they're they're not shite enough to get relegated but they're not good enough to sort of fight for Europe either and um, that's that can be dangerous when other teams are playing for something and um, I think it's gonna they're hopefully they go under some sort of rebuild for the summer and that sort of thing we'll see them back up there and um, it makes me wonder: Are Aber- Are Aberdeen going to be the same once McInnes leaves, uh, or are they uh, going to bring in someone that's going to take them uh, over the final step? Um, like what we had said uh, just minutes ago about going in summer and seeing what happens with the old firm and all that sort of thing. But no, I think it's going to be a an interesting final.
0: Well, let, let's think. do a wee a wee thing there now because we're not going to do like a special again because it's, it's the final; it's the last game, right? With the form, of the now, we actually play St Johnston next Saturday. I think it's next week. I'm sure, it is. I can't mind. We play them in a, a couple of weeks' time. At home, so this could be a taster. What do you think the score would be on the day? Yeah,
1: you go first. Ah, right, you go first. Uh, I reckon a win, one no, win for either team. All right. I reckon you'll play the same as how you did against St Johnston. Yes, uh, You'll both cancel each other out,
0: both try to hit on the break, play
1: like that. Right, because okay. when you look, uh, neither team's really that much of an attacking team. No. It's more of a, you'll sit, hit them on the break, hit them on the counter,
0: and see Well, what no, well, can get. I would mean to say that. We've been playing quite attacking since Martindale came in, we're doing what we usually do. But if we need to Aye, be nitty gritty.
1: Mirren, he's played on the break.
0: Oh, it was deliberate. It worked well.
1: Yeah, he's played for yeah, the he's, yeah, yeah. He's, he's well played like that, though. Yeah. He's done against Hibs. Yeah, well, it worked. It's attacking, but it's attacking by getting your men behind the ball and then attacking at the pace.
0: And, and taking the chances that we need to take. Yeah. That's the problem have been... it is
1: a case of, he's, you know, you sit there, you wait for the other team to attack you, and then you hit them when they're players forward. Yeah. St. John's not the exact same. It's how they beat Hibs. Yeah. So, all on the win, either way. Either way. Maybe extra time. We'll need to wait and see.
0: You do 1-0 St. Johnson. 1-0 St.
2: Johnson.
0: one St. Johnson. You said St. Johnson all the way through since the start of the semi-final uh, predictions the last time. I'm nervous for it because it's, I, I can it sounds weird, but you don't get to a final very often. They've never won this competition, we have. So there's a, maybe an extra drive for them to come through and and give it a right good go. It's the end of February, there's a lot of games in between at the moment, so I'm going the way Ewan's gone, but I think it could just go I think it could just go all the way to like the last maybe 10-15 minutes and somebody's going to grab it. I, nobody knows, we don't know if we're going to get beat in the next few weeks. imagine if we keep going the run that we're going on, it would be great, but I don't see it happening. I'll go 1-0 either way. It'll be
2: interesting, and obviously we'll kind of talk about this a wee bit later on. But I think it's going to be interesting now to watch Livingston and how they perform from now until the cup final.
0: Yeah.
2: Is their Livingston have done enough to um, sort of keep their status in the Premiership? They've done enough to keep themselves safe. They're now sort of they've got that chance to go for top six. They've had a fantastic December run as well through the, uh, the tough winter month. Um, is all their focus now? Going to be in the cup, or is all their focus going to be in the league? Or are they going to try? It? It's going to be It's going to be a nice test for Martindale uh, to see how they can cope with that now. For between now and the end of February, um, for St Johnston, like I said, it, it worries me, and I, I, I would be scared to play them. In fact, we've got them coming up shortly. I'm pretty sure, because um, again, like I'm saying, they're playing with sort of no pressure on them at the minute. And uh, now Livingston, have got something team for. Levy, I've got like top six. Yeah, like Levy, <laughs> could get that now. You know you what I usually mean? get uh, top three if
0: the way results go. The way things are gone, definitely. Right. I mean, I've got a couple of guys at the work say that. Like, if we keep winning, win against the right teams, we play Aberdeen twice in a, in in two weeks. Then we've got the taster before the cup f- final against St Johnston. You know, I think that game could be the the changing point where. You're not, you're not going to say you're going to play the same way because we went on before when we talked about the Celtic games. I mean, to play a full-strength team at Celtic Park, make seven changes and still get a result, it, it's mind-boggling how it worked, but it did. And it, it's amazing to see what, what's going to happen in the next few weeks. And the transfer window's still open for an extra few more days. Yeah, There'll be a lot of probably comings and goings. I think it's hampered by the League 1, League 2 being... Uh, Suspended at the moment because I think we would send a, a few guys away and a lot of championship clubs can't afford to take take guys on because they can't afford it. They, they're literally they're, it. I, they're literally, it. They're literally on their, their knees as it, as it is and I think we can't afford to pay people's wages just to go on loan. We need at least the club to pay, the other club to pay at least some of that money. But So yeah, that's pretty much sums it up, doesn't it? So there we go folks, thanks very much for tuning in this week, hopefully we get another episode out this week on the news headlines and also we have a special episode with Kilmarnock FC. it's a new segment called Away Days. I really hope everyone joins in and gives a listen and it'd be great if you could follow us on Twitter and follow on Facebook, it'd be great to leave some feedback.